Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Reflect on the year. Set goals for the new year. Declutter your house. Declutter your phone. Clean up your social media. Make a vision board. I know you've heard all of these things. So let's talk about something else. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the show. I'm your host Sensi and on this podcast we talk about taking accountability for your life to become the best version of yourself. In today's episode we are going to talk about five things you should do to prepare for the new year. And like I already stated it's not going to be the cliche stuff that you heard. We talk about accountability so I'm going to be getting in your business today. Okay as with every other day. So let's jump right into it. Number one, address your fears and the crutches that carried you this year so that you don't go into the new year with it. Or if you must, because of what it is, it might take some time. Plan to address it in the first month of the year at the latest. Okay, but address your fears and your excuses. So what do I mean by that? Let's talk about... The fears and the excuses that you've been carrying around like accessories, right? It's time to get rid of them. It's time to upgrade. It's time to do better. I'm talking about the things you've been meaning to do, but you just haven't gotten around to doing it yet. Or the excuses you've been making, putting things off, pushing it further and further and further, procrastinating little things or big things, but... These are the things that you've been saying, oh, I've been meaning to do this or I haven't done this yet or I definitely have to do this thing. And at this point, it's just a little bit tacky to keep saying it and not get it done. Okay, it's not cute. It's time to get it out of the way. It's time to do what you can so that you can go into the new year with some self-respect. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying you are nothing if you don't do these things or you don't deserve happiness, you don't deserve peace, blah, blah, blah. Some of y'all like to exaggerate. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying at this point, there are certain things that we make excuses for and we just have to get it out of the way, right? Like, there is so much life to be lived, meaning over time, you will develop more fears and more excuses as you grow as you evolve as you reach new levels as new things scare you you will have more opportunities to get new fears and make excuses i'm not condoning it but i'm saying that's life my thing is let's clear the way with some of the excuses we have on our plate to make room for the new things that we have to overcome at these new levels Okay, life will give you many more opportunities to have excuses. But at this point, the ones you've been carrying around for like a year, two years, three years, five years, the things you've been saying, oh yeah, I can't do this. So I've been meaning to do this. Like just get it out of the way. Okay, come up with a new story, right? 
Stop saying you still can't do that. At this point, it's like you still haven't done this. You still can't do that. Like at what point are you going to get your life together? You see what I'm saying? Now, I'd never call y'all out and exclude myself. So let me give you an example. And if you are not new here, you're going to see exactly what I mean when I give this example. Y'all know I can't fully swim. <laughs> y'all know I can't fully swim. That's my business, not yours. Okay? I can swim. But the thing is, I can't say for sure that I am confident in my ability to tread water. Why? Let me tell you the story. So in primary school, when I was still in St. Lucia, actually in secondary school, we had swimming classes as part of our PE, right? So we had to learn how to swim. Now, there was one time I had an accident where we were practicing like our strokes, um, swimming across from the shallow end to the deep end. And for some reason, it's like I had some type of panic attack because I used to stop here and there because I couldn't like breathe properly out of the water. So I would stop, catch my breath and continue swimming. And then at one point when I stopped, I stopped over the deep end and I couldn't feel anything beneath my feet. And I literally like had a panic attack. Like I, I freaked out in the water and I literally almost drowned. And from that, and they had to jump in to save me, by the way, because I, I was freaking out. And from that day, every time we had to practice our strokes, whether it was like the breast strokes or like swimming on your back, I forgot what it's called. Every time we had to do that over from the shallow end to the deep end, I always swam completely across. Like I literally, I never stopped. So I never stopped to really learn how to tread water. I don't know how I missed the lesson, how I successfully passed the class without learning. But I literally got so afraid because of that one instance and me feeling so uncomfortable, not feeling anything beneath my feet, that I would always just swim directly across and get out of the water. So I cheated myself out of the experience of learning how to tread water, right? I can't swim, but it's the tread water part that I never really grasped. And I've said this before and I've said it on a few episodes. I said a few episodes ago, so a few weeks ago. So at this point, it's like, sis at your big age why can't you swim but that's what i mean it's like i'm 26 why can't you swim you see what i'm saying why do you need a life jacket like okay safety but i actually need it so i don't die you see what i'm saying so at this point it's like some people who can't swim will look at me crazy like why can't you swim why haven't you learned how to swim at this point it's like let me just get this out of the way so I can make room for all of the other things that I have to learn because I can't keep walking around saying I can't swim. Now, that's just like a minor example, but there might be bigger things on your list that you have to address. But at the end of the day, like I said, life will give you many more opportunities to create excuses and complain and to be afraid of things. But everything you want is on the other side of fear. So you have to start making room for these new fears for these new obstacles so you can elevate to new levels and the ones you've been carrying around for like decades for years for months it's time to get rid of them okay prioritize getting these things off of your list before the end of the year or make it a priority in the first month of the year so that you don't go into the new year or you don't end next year with the same excuses the same things you couldn't do it this year and you still can do it at the end of next year. You see what I'm saying? Get it get it out of the way. 
cross it off the list okay cross it off the list it's time it is time so the self-reflection journal has a section that encourages you to journal about these fears and their origins where you got them why you have them what are you are afraid of etc so the second thing you should do to prepare for 2024 is to create activity oriented objectives and create some momentum going into the new year I'm going to make an entire entirely separate episode to talk about this because I've been doing this and best thing I ever discovered, right? But basically the gist of it is, you know how we always set goals like I want to reach 100,000 subscribers on YouTube or something like that, right? You know how we always set goals and these quantitative goals? Here's the thing. I've told y'all before and if you read Atomic Habits, which you should, you should, okay? If you read it, you already know what I'm talking about, but it talks about how you have to create systems so that way the goals take care of themselves, right? Like if you set a goal of reaching 100,000 subscribers or making $100,000, like some quantifiable goal like that, right? You don't, you can't control the goal. You can only control yourself and your actions. So you focus on actions that will help you achieve said goal and you create a routine around these actions you create a system so that way the routine helps you achieve the goal without really focusing on the goal itself it's basically helping you develop a skill or put something into practice repetitively that helps you get better at something and then the goal takes care of itself so for example if you say you want to reach i don't know 10,000 followers on tiktok or something like that right instead of focusing so much on the 10,000 and you know affirmations on the 10,000 all of that is great here's what you actually do with what you can control you say okay every monday i'm going to learn as much as i can on how the tiktok algorithm works and how to create certain types of videos and on tuesdays i'm going to batch create tiktok content right these are activity oriented objectives these are tasks these are routines that you are creating every monday you will learn the app every tuesday you will batch record content for the app with you creating these activity-oriented objectives, with you creating these routines, these habits with the activity, naturally over time, you will learn a lot and you will implement them when you're batch recording and your content will get better and the followers will just take care of itself. Like it will just, you might be a quote-unquote overnight sensation, but in reality, you have been putting in the work to actually learn the platform and make sure you are creating the content so you are posting consistently. You see what I'm saying? That the, the, the habits of batch creating also helps with posting consistently because sometimes you will not feel like recording, but now you have content stored away and in your drafts so you can just post if you, if you decide to take a week off or something. So these are the things you do. You create activity-oriented objectives. Figure out what the goals you want. The goals are still important. I'm not knocking the goals and the vision boards because the goals help you reverse engineer and decide what activities you need to do because that's essentially what you're working towards. So I'm not saying scrap the goals and scrap the vision boards. I'm just saying instead of focusing so much on the goal, have the goal and focus on your activity. Focus on the objectives, the tasks and the habits that you need to create and implement 
that will help you achieve those things. So what you do is you take now, December, whatever time you're listening to this episode, even if it's in the new year, you take the time now and you start implementing those routines. You get clear on what the goals are and then you work on what activities, what objectives do I create? What systems do I create? What routines do I create that will help me with this goal? If it's anything regarding social media, one day a week or one hour every day from this time to that time, that's a time dedicated to learning. That is your activity, right? So you start doing this now. So you develop the habits and you have the momentum going into the new year. That way on January 1st, you're not trying to figure out what you're doing. Okay, create the momentum now. The third thing is forgive yourself. Forgive yourself and release all of the judgment that you held, that you currently hold against yourself for all of the mistakes you made, all of the things you overlooked, all of the red flags you ignored, all of the people you gave chances that you shouldn't have, all of the things you did that you thought were silly and you, you dwelled on it like, I, oh my gosh, I made a fool of myself. For all of the things you overlooked, for all of the mistakes, for all of the times you were hard on yourself, release all of the judgment and resentment that you have towards yourself because of what happened this year or what happened in previous years if you've never forgiven yourself. We talk about forgiving other people all of the time and obviously I would encourage you to do that too. But I realized that the most powerful thing that I could have done for myself at the end of 2020 was forgive myself. If you've ever listened to one of my episodes and while I was talking, you just started reflecting on your own life and thinking of how what I'm saying applies to you, then my question is why stop there? I use my experiences to help you see the process of becoming the best version of myself and to also hold you accountable to your own growth, but I can't tell you what the best version of you looks like. You should be the one to define that for yourself. So I created journals with prompts to help you with self-discovery, self-reflection, assessing your relationships, healing, and reinventing yourself. So if you want to do more than just listen to the podcast, but actually start working on your own life, then go to secludedthoughts.com journals. I will also leave the link in the description below. Now back to the episode. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay. I made a list of all the people that I needed to forgive at the end of 2020. That was the first time I did it. I made a list of all the people that I had to forgive. People who hurt me. People who, you know, contributed to certain traumas that I've experienced. I made a list and over the course of a week, because it was heavy, I wrote letters. I wrote letters to all of these people, pouring out all of my feelings like saying everything that I wish I could have said to them, talking about how it made me feel. And I just had one huge release at the end of 2020. But then I realized I had to forgive myself. Now, yes, 100% you should forgive other people. 
I would encourage you to do that as well. But I want to focus on and emphasize forgiving yourself. Okay? We are our biggest critics. Forgive yourself for the mistakes and then forgive yourself for how hard you were on yourself because of said mistakes. Forgive yourself for being your biggest critic. When I did that, the release I had, it's like, because I did it like to completion, it felt like. Like some let some letters I wrote were a few pages to some people. I had a few things that I had to say. I had quite a few things that I had to say. But when I got everything off of my chest, it's not that those wounds were completely healed but i felt free i felt free from all of the emotions that i was storing up from all of the you know like all of those feelings that i kept hidden and all of the judgment i had on myself because of those things i learned a lot about myself and my feelings and how people affected me and that experience is what prompted me to create the healing journal and basically it gives you the format to do the exact same thing it gives you the opportunity to write letters to all of the people who have hurt you including yourself right it's literally like a journal to just vent about your feelings talk about things that you've never talked about before like i literally did all of this at the end of 2020 and it was the most freeing thing ever so i created a journal to help you do the same thing so that was the third thing the fourth thing is evaluate your environment evaluate your environment and your relationships and yes again shameless plug the relationship journal is the best thing to help you do that i created these journals based on all of the main points I talk about on the podcast and based on my own experiences, healing, changing my life, reflecting and being such an introspective person because I feel like I can come on here and talk to you and say all of these things and you're like, yeah, I'm inspired. But you need the opportunity to dive into your own experiences Almost as if I'm the one here asking you the questions in the same triggering ways with the same type of attitude, you know? So that's exactly what this journal does, okay? It's in your business. It is in your business. So I would highly recommend. It's a perfect tool to evaluate your relationships with your family, your friends, and your significant other. If you want the actual ex if you want the actual experience going in depth and doing that you have that resource but basically what i mean when i say evaluate your relationships and your environment i mean because a new year makes you feel like you know starting fresh you know you know like starting new you know cutting off the old out with the old in with the new so it's always a perfect time to revisit your relationships and see who you need to let go of who you need to put some distance in between and to also evaluate how good of a friend or partner or, or family member that you are as well. It's not always about other people. Sometimes what you get is a reflection of what you give as well. And also, since this entire platform, this entire podcast is about accountability and becoming the best version of yourself, as we elevate, we it is so important that we have the right people around us, okay? I saw this. I know, I know some of you have probably seen this clip on TikTok, but it's the guy, the pastor that says... If there are five foolish people around you, you do not count well. There are six. He is absolutely right. He is absolutely right because you will become the sum product of the five people you spend the most time with. So make sure you actually want to be like these people. Now, people serve different purposes in your life, 100%, right? But 
It's also important to have discernment and realize that you can't take everybody with you into every season of your life. Some people you don't absolutely have to cut off, but you might have to put some distance in between them because of the season you're in or in the season they're in. But ultimately, they cannot go with you where you're where you're going. Okay? They cannot go with you where you're going. And if you choose to spend all of this time trying to take them with you, you just might sacrifice your blessings. Or you just might create unnecessary hardship in your life because you're trying to take people with you that don't deserve to go. So the fifth and final thing is disappear and spend time with God. You need to quiet your mind in order to hear what he's telling you. In order to make sure you are in alignment with the plans that he has for your life and not your own plans. Okay? Because you know the whole saying about you make plans and God laughs? Okay, don't make him laugh at you in the new year, okay? It will be so much more difficult. It will be so much more painful. You will create so much more unnecessary stress in your life if you try to do things your way and then ask him to bless it versus getting quiet, getting in touch with him and being in alignment with his perfect will for your life, okay? I've learned this the hard way many times. And it's, 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 it's easier said than done too. I'm going to be fully transparent because people don't always talk about how hard it is to be a Christian and to try to be, you know, in God's will. Because, you know, we want things. We want things and then we want them on our time. And then, you know, sometimes his time and our time does not sync up. And that creates a problem. But in my experience, every time I've tried to run off and do things myself, I always get like zapped and then I have to run back to him. So I do my best to try to just walk with him so that I don't have to experience unnecessary pain. Again, not perfect, but one of the things I've realized is that you have to quiet your mind. You have to be intentional about spending time with God so that way you can hear what he wants you to do and you can be obedient and you can receive the blessings that he has for you. So in full transparency, I've shared before that Sometimes I get really distracted with social media or entertainment or just a bunch of different things. Just constantly consuming, constantly consuming content of different kinds. And I have been learning to break these addictions, you know, like scrolling on TikTok. I have been learning to take these breaks from social media and quiet my mind and meditate more and... You know, make sure that I am making myself available for him, right? For him to tell me what he wants to tell me. And even when I pray, just trying not to be the one always talking, even if it's expressing gratitude, it's like express gratitude, pray, ask for what you want, but you have to be quiet to also listen to what he has to say. You have to be quiet to also hear him. It's not a one-way dialogue. As you go into the year and you have all of these goals, all of these things that you want to achieve, all these things you put on your vision board, yes, we have needs, we have desires, we have wants, it's normal. All I'm saying is make sure that you make time for him and you are also receiving the things that he has planned for you and these things are incorporated into your vision, okay? Because you don't want to run away from him and then get zapped and then have to come back. And you don't want to create all of these plans and then be like, okay, God, here's the plan. Now bless it. Don't do it to yourself. I've done it. 
zero out of 10 would not recommend make yourself available for him cut off all of the distractions if it's social media if it's other people if it's i don't know netflix if it's whatever it is cut it off and be intentional about spending time with god in the last few weeks of the year or in the beginning of the year whenever you need to so that you can make sure that your plan is in alignment with his so that he can communicate with you and then y'all can be on the same page okay i also want to let you know that I will be leaving a bunch of episodes in the description that will help you with self-reflection, getting clear on your goals, and evaluating your relationships. So when you're done with this episode, if you want to focus on any of those areas specifically, make sure you check out these episodes. If you like the podcast, leave a five-star rating and review in the audio apps if you listen on audio. For those of you watching on YouTube, they are over a hundred and 40 something episodes available on apple Podcasts and spotify but if you enjoy watching on youtube make sure you subscribe make sure you hit the like button and make sure you leave a comment and let me know which one of these five things you will be prioritizing or focusing on to prepare for the new year like which one of these things stood out to you the most and which one do you know that you have to prioritize in order to get your life together in the new year so that is all I have to say today, and I will talk to you next Sunday. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.